There's the bell, and that means we're in session. Welcome to a bonus episode of SC Charter Chatter, the only podcast dedicated to charter schools in South Carolina. I'm your host, Kevin. Thank you for joining us. We are presented by the Public Charter School Alliance of South Carolina. A really special episode today as we kick off our series celebrating Black History Month. As you know, each February we celebrate, highlight, and recognize the work, roles, and achievements of African Americans throughout history, not only in this country, but around the world. However, we wanted to take that just a step further on SC Charter Chatter and spotlight the work that is being done here in South Carolina, and more specifically, our state's charter schools. So this is the first episode we're going to talk to African-American school leaders and share their contributions that they're making in education and hear about the impactful work they're doing in our public charter schools. And today we're excited to have the executive director of Spartanburg Preparatory School, Dr. Tamika Whitmire. Dr. Whitmire has been leading SPS for a number of years, advocating and working to improve education and educational choices for the Spartanburg community. Thank you, Dr. Whitmire, for joining SC Charter Chatter. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. So, Dr. Whitmire, as we get started, if you would, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce us to you. Sure. I am, as you said, Dr. Tamika Whitmire. I am a proud mother, wife, and educator. I have been an educator in one capacity or another for the last 18 years and have held every position from (laughs) substitute teacher, to paraprofessional, to gen ed teacher, dean of students, assistant principal, head of school, and now my current position that you mentioned, executive director. I received a BA degree in elementary ed from Limestone, also have a master's EDS and a doctorate degree from Liberty University. And I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a mother and a wife, as well as an educator. So I would definitely be remiss if I didn't mention that I'm happily married to love my life, Christopher. <laughs> Absolutely. For the last 23 years <laughs> and have two beautiful daughters. Ariana's a sophomore at Winthrop okay. and Ty Krista is a graduate student in Claflin. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm a proud graduate of Winthrop myself, so um, I can, uh, awesome. proud eagle there. Um, so you've you've really... You've stepped into those roles. There are not a whole lot of a whole lot of roles that you haven't been in. So you can you can you know when you lead your school, you know, hey, I've walked in your shoes, so to speak. And in that journey, Doctor Whitmire, what was it that sparked your interest in education and and led you to become a school leader? Education is actually actually a second career for me. Okay. I was actually in the restaurant management business for ten years. Okay, and I. Decided I was going back to college. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of stu- a lot of people say, "Oh, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher as a student, as a kid." Right. I never knew that. I never education was never, you know, right. um, anything on my mind. But when my oldest daughter started kindergarten, that's when I became interested in teaching. I saw a lot of things that I personally did not feel were being done mm-hmm. correctly, and just wasn't the most advantageous for children. And I also didn't see a huge representation of teachers and staff that looked like my daughter. So I'm the kind of person that when I see something, I think it's an issue. I don't just talk about it. I try to do something about it. So my solution to that issue that I saw was to bring some change by becoming an educator. Right. (laughs) So that's what I did. I went back to school and um, got my education degree and, you know, got into education with the hopes of bringing a change for one, even if it's just for one student. And also hopefully adding some representation for students that were looking like me that needed that. That's interesting. I didn't, I did not know that about you. Um, and I think that's, you know, you saw, you saw a need and you said, 
like you said, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to jump right in and get involved. So that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, public education offers all kinds of opportunities and options, you know, all kinds of direction. So what was it that attracted you to the charter school world eventually? When I actually graduated um, in 2008, there were not a lot of jobs out there. And to be really honest, I did not know what a charter school was. It was actually the first time that charter schools were being introduced to the upstate, to Spartanburg. Um, Spartanburg Prep is the first um, brick and mortar charter school in Spartanburg. And it was being um, opening up that fall. And so I came in and I interviewed and I started researching, you know, what's a charter school and get all this information because I did not know. But the more I researched and the more I found out, the more excited I got. Sure. (laughs) Like, oh, this is about being able to be an educator and really educate kids in the way they need to be educated. Absolutely. And you've been at Spartanburg Prep since since when? Since the doors opened. Since the doors opened. It was um, July 1st of 2009. Wow. So been there through a lot. And uh, we're going to get to that just a little bit later, the growth that SPS has seen and the exciting things that you have uh, done there in your time and the things that you guys are actually going to be doing in the future. So um, I'm excited to share that with everyone as well. Well, Dr. Whitmire, as we celebrate um, Black History Month and we recognize the work and achievements of African-Americans, as well as in some cases, their struggles as an African-American, share with us your perspective on this time and why it is so important. Okay, when I think about the importance of Black History Month, I think about this question a lot. When I think about it, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that I am Black History. When I became the Dean of Students in 2015 at Spartanburg Prep, I became the first Black administrator here. Since then, we've had several others, but that piece, that tiny piece of me paving the way made me think more about Black history. Like, okay, when you think about it, I am Black history. Um, Other reasons when I think about Black history, the importance of it is because it celebrates diversity. And when you celebrate something, it's actually looking at how beautiful it is, the idea of it. You know, it goes beyond just recognizing, but it also publicly honors people and tells their wonderful stories and how they've impacted the lives of everybody's life and how we wouldn't be the same if these things had been accomplished. It also unites us, I think, because when we start to hear the different stories, we start to see the similarities. We also start to learn other people's backgrounds and cultures and understand how we're all connected because we're all interconnected. And it also gives us opportunity to go beyond those history books. A lot of times, you know, in history books and as an educator, I really see this history books like a lot of times focus on the major players. A lot of times with moths like Black History Moths, we're able to go deeper and look deeper than those major players and maybe look at some of those people that are not as highlighted as much, but are also important historical figures. And we can celebrate them and learn about the way they've impacted our lives and world. I think that is spot on. And one thing you said that stuck out to me that this month can do, and I think it's it's turned into that more recently, but I don't know that it over time has been this, but a uniter. Um this time that we learn about uh, different cultures, um, different types of, of people that have contributed to um, our society and throughout the world. And, and I think that can be a uniter and it should be a, a uniter, like you say. So I, I'm glad that you said that. I think that's, that's very important. Um, we hear often that it's important for young people to have role models who look like them. And I think you kind of touched on this just a bit ago. 
who are similar to them, who they can look up to. Is that something that resonates with you as a leader? Yes, most definitely. I feel when students see others that look like them in a school, especially in a light that many would consider successful, it's huge. One example I have of that, I often tell people about this because it just melts my heart, is we have spirit weeks. And a lot of times during those spirit weeks, we have a dress-up day that allows students to dress as their favorite teacher or staff member. There are often times that several students come in dressed as me. The first thing I am is, is very humbled and honored that they would actually choose me. <laughs> and I'm, sure. But I'm also in awe of the attention they pay to detail. And I'm also right. very intentional about how I capitalize on that opportunity. And I allow those students to come in. Anybody that comes in dresses me, I bring them to my office. I sit them behind my desk and I take their picture. And I show them that picture sitting behind my desk, all dressed up. And I say to them, this could definitely be you one day. Because I want them to realize you have the opportunity to be whoever you want to be. And if this is where you want to be, you can totally do that. So I think it's huge and very important for them to see someone that looks like them in a light that they want to be. And you're you're just you're taking advantage of that opportunity too, right? So you're not just saying, yeah. Oh, that's cute and great and I'm I'm honored, yeah. but then you're just taking a step further and letting yeah. those those students know like, Hey, yeah, if this is something you really want to be, you can certainly do that. And, um, you know, t- I'll help you take the steps along the way to achieve those things. Um, so I, I think that that's a really cool story. And I know that's got to be uh, pretty humbling, but also pretty, pretty entertaining to see those, those uh, little kids <laughs> walking in, uh, Pretending to be like Dr. Whitmire, right? Yes, they had their pearls on and a lot of times they had little heels on, little dresses, blazers. I'm like, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's awesome. That is really awesome. So, um, well, tell us a little bit about Spartanburg Prep, um, what you guys have going on there and and the students that you're serving uh, in the Spartanburg community. Yes, we are, as I mentioned earlier, we are... um, serve 5k through ninth grades. We are currently on our way to being um, through 12th grade. We just added ninth grade this year. We decided to add high school last year. So we added ninth grade this year and we'll add a grade um, every year until we get to 12th. So we're excited about that. We're currently at 550 students and it's almost, um, it's 250 males, about 250 females. So we're really close in the male and female. We are a Title I school with 63% of our students being minority and 26 different zip codes are representing our school population. So we, wow. we love the fact that we have so many different zip codes represented. We love the fact that we have so many different um, cultures and um, ethnicities because we, we love the fact, one of the things that we always dwell on is the fact that we are all in the building. We can all coincide together and learn from one another. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of diversity there, bringing in just a melting pot, so to speak, of cultures yes. just from your, your community, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's really awesome. So um, share with us some things that you guys might be doing for Black History Month. What is it you guys like to do yearly basis or, or any new um, things that you guys are doing this year? Uh, just share with us about any events that you have uh, coming up to celebrate Black History Month. Yes, we always do a Black History program. We've done that since our first year of an existence. It's usually um, an in-house program. For the last two years, it has been virtual due to the COVID situation. Right. Um, this year, we're actually adding a week-long celebration to that as well. 
And what we're doing is every day, the last week of February, every day we have um, a different activity. So on Monday, it's our music day. So all the teachers are being asked to pick a time throughout their day to share with the students some famous historical African-American musicians. And they've been given examples like Duke Ellington, Mm -hmm. Louis Armstrong, Miles Davis, Ray Charles, et cetera. On Tuesday, we're highlighting Harriet Tubman. So our students are going to take a walk through the um, halls. It's a freedom walk, and they're going to look for different things and discuss the significance of the Underground Railroad. On Wednesday, we're highlighting Phyllis Wheatley. Mm -hmm. And because of her being an author and publishing those poems, they're going to write some poems. There will be a winner for our poetry contest. Hank Aaron is on Thursday. We're going to talk about him. And since he had the most home runs, we're going to have some classroom competitions with the most of something in his honor. Right. Yes. And then on Friday, we're going to have our virtual Black History program. It will be virtual this year as well. And there's also a quilt contest that all the classrooms can participate in and have a classroom winner. Oh, wow. So we're trying to make sure that we are you know, being diverse in the way we're, de- we're celebrating, trying to hit the, the different modalities the music um, and different things like that. And also trying to make sure because we are single gender. So we're trying to make sure we're also hitting the things that the boys can relate to, such as Hank Aaron and things like that and things the girls can relate to as well. So sure. we're very, very excited about um our month and celebrating our our black history month that's really cool and you told me a story about you you have an employee there that you celebrate um around this time each year as well that you highlight some of the the things that she has gone through um there at sps is that right yes we actually have our very own ruby bridges is what we call her because we have an employee that works in our front office and she actually is, there was an elementary school and um, a part of Spartanburg, the Whitney community that she helped to, um, it was back in the days of segregation. She actually was one of the first African-American students to attend that school. She, her brother and sister, wow. and they actually were from the first students there. So we call our very own Ruby Bridges. Yeah. And we tell the kids that story and they all have read the book Ruby Bridges. I have seen it. And they're all like, wow, really? Right. Yeah, That's amazing. really cool. So you guys, not only yourself as Black History, but um, another example inside your school there as well. So um, that's that's really awesome for your students to to be able to experience and things like that. I I, I um I've gotten to know you over the years, <laughs> my involvement with charter schools, and um, I can't thank you enough uh, for the work that you do over at SPS and the the students that you serve because you were definitely that role model that students um, can look up to and strive to be for sure. So I I appreciate your contribution to education and of course um, to the charter school world. And so I'm very happy that uh, you're over there and things are, are progressing at SPS and um, after so many years, now you've added high school. So I think that's just a testament to what you've done there and the desire for, for more from the community and from your parents and families um, that that they want to uh, support you through those high school years. So that's that's uh, should be commended for that. Thank you. Kevin. Well, Dr. Whitmire, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with SC Charter Chatter. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing a little bit about yourself, your school, and providing your perspective on Black History Month, and for sharing how your students are celebrating, recognizing, and highlighting those historical figures. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it as well. I thank you and the Alliance for the opportunity, and I'm very honored. Thank you so much. 
That wraps up episode 13 of SC Charter Chatter. My thanks again to Dr. Tamika Whitmire at Spartanburg Preparatory School. Make sure you subscribe to SC Charter Chatter so you don't miss our next episode when we highlight other charter school leaders from around our state. As always, thanks for listening and the all-around support. Be sure to follow us and don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the show. Our email is podcast at scharterschools.org. You can also share topics or ideas for the show. Again, podcast at scharterschools.org. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at SC Charter Schools, on Twitter, SC Charter School, and remember to use the hashtag MyCharterSC. Until next time, I'm Kevin. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented on this podcast are for general information only, and no person should act or refrain from acting on the basis of the content of this podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Public Charter Schools Alliance, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any other entity they represent. Information and material in this episode will not be updated and may not be current. Please consult your own professional for any advice for your specific situation. To read the full disclaimer, go to scharterschools.org. Dot org.